Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, 5.60 The Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard. Right here on 560 over the past 24 hours. Where you at? I am Dan Day. Social media at Dan Day Radio. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. All of it. I'm there. Living it up. We're going to live it up with some Joe Rose talking to the U's. Coach Manny Diaz. They just had a big spring game. Greeny talking about my dude, dude, Zion Williamson. And how he might be leaving New Orleans. Might. And then Hawk and Crowder. Bam! Now everyone's out. Right now, let's get in on the headlines. Bam Adebayo's buzzer beater helped the Heat beat the Nets 109-107 yesterday. Tonight is another back-to-back for Miami as they face the Rockets at 8. Saturday, the Panthers down the Lightning 5-3. Florida is now one point back of Carolina in the Central Division. They play Columbus tonight at 7. You will hear that game right here on 560 Joe WQAM. Doug Plagans will have the call. The Marlins took 2 of 3 from the Giants over the weekend but fell to San Francisco 1-0 yesterday. The Fish play the Orioles tomorrow at 6-40. Inter-Miami lost in their first game of the season 3-2 to the LA Galaxy. Robbie Robinson and Gonzalo Higuain scored goals for Inter. Next up, the Philadelphia Union on Saturday at 8. Miami held their spring game Saturday. Team Hurricane defeated Team Ibis 27-19. The U opens their season September 4th against Alabama in Atlanta. The U's baseball team swept Clemson over the weekend. The Canes play Florida Gulf Coast Wednesday. And now it's a Monday, so you know you got to step into the day spa. Ah, Houston airport officials found crystal meth hidden inside a breakfast burrito. Hey, outside of lunch and dinner, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. A British Columbia woman recently broke the world record for singing the lowest note at C1. Don't know what that means, but she's my hot mess of the day. A man was surprised over the weekend when he showed up for a date only to find out the woman had invited 16 other suitors. What can I say? Competition brings out the best in us. Animal control agents in Poland responded to a call of an odd animal trapped in a tree only to find out the animal was a croissant. Lunch is served. Time to serve up Joe Rose. He gets you going in the morning from 6 to 10. He's talking to the U's coach, Manny Diaz, about their spring game and spring practice. Gives the little player assessment. And are they ready for Alabama? Manny, thank you very much for your time. Spring is over. How you feeling? Spring is over now for the football club. I thought we had a good spring. Um, 
it was good to get in the stadium. We, we were able to get in there twice uh, this spring and, and see our guys operate, and um, including the spring game, and be able to, to get that televised. Uh, I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought we got a lot accomplished. Coach, I got to tell you, just being there in person and watching Jake Garcia and Tyler Van Dyke throw the football. Wow, we got a couple of guys again. I know it's just a spring football game, but you got you got a couple of young guys can really throw the football. Did you feel pretty good about what you saw from the start to finish of spring with those two? Absolutely. We kind of wanted the spring game to be a little bit of a commercial for those two guys. It was sort of set up that way, and they didn't disappoint. And they, and they have really been that way uh, throughout the spring. I mean, I think um, you know both guys have shown you know really good accuracy, not just on the the quick stuff, but on the down the field throws and. And they just don't look like freshmen. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, and, and even with Tyler, you have to remember with Tyler, we missed out on a spring practice a year ago. And right. you know, Tyler got caught up in some COVID protocols a couple times where he missed practice in the fall. I mean, I mean, this is really the first true spring for both those guys. And to look the way they looked um, in that stadium was really encouraging for the future of our program. Coach, you know what's amazing? I, I started the show this morning with guys that should be in high school with this new – uh, guys graduate early so they can be there for spring football. You got three guys, and if there's more, coach, forgive me. But Kitchens at safety, who nobody was talking about. I, you recruited him, obviously. You knew about him. He he he's going to be a player. Bora Gallus, who kicks like he's been around in the NFL for like seven years, and then you get Jake Garcia come in to play like he is when he should still be in high school. Are you amazed? Is this normal, or have I just been out of the spring football loop on how good these guys are when they should still be getting ready to go to some graduation party in high school? It, it, it is remarkable when you see guys and you know come in mid year and have the success that those mentioned. And we did have some other guys that came in mid year um, this this spring as well. But it takes a it, what you see is this. It's not just about talent because they're all talented, right? But you do see some some guys have a special sense of maturity and understanding to. Um, it's the level of work, you know, it's, it's learning a new scheme, uh, those type things. And some guys are able to pick those things up quicker than others. And that doesn't mean that the others won't necessarily have the same type of career. But, but you do see some guys that just they come in and it's just natural to them. And, and, um, and you know, and that's the benefit of, of being able to, to graduate high school early and, and get those 15 days of work. Coach, what's the most up-to-date status on uh, Derek King? I know we just talked about Jake and Tyler, but with Derek moving forward now going into the summer, what's the most up-to-date status on him? Yeah, I mean, everything is still going according to plan. I mean, knock on wood, there have not been any uh, setbacks. You know, what, what he's looking forward to is that in the summer that he'll, you know, he'll be training um, in the weight room alongside of his, of his teammates and um, being able to throw seven on sevens and, and those type of things. And really just gets into, as we get through the summer months, you know, getting more comfortable with, with side to side, change of direction, cutting type movements, you know? And, um, and I, I think the most important thing right now is because this is the time when you start to really feel good walking around and start jogging and do those type of things. You have to really still, you know, just take it slowly and make sure you're doing all the things uh, that are, that are excellent medical and training staff is telling you to do because you don't, you don't want to push it. Uh, because, you know, first week in September is still a ways away, and, and we do have time to, to, to get him back uh, ready to lead us against Alabama. Still on track to come back for, you know, for fall and play against Alabama? Is, is that what he's on track for at this point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's, okay. been, that's been what our medical people have said from, uh, from day one, and nothing's happened to discourage them from that. Coach, all right, let's, uh, let's jump on to another topic. Spin around. I know they're college guys. I got to bring it up. So Pope and, and Wiggins, first ball thrown, to, I believe, to both of them in a scrimmage are, are drops, and then Pope goes on and has a nice day, catches a long one. Wiggins has a, a nice catch. 
your your thought on on these guys as they make some plays. I get it. They're getting wide open on deep deep passes, but the drop every so often. Um, so as a coach, tell me where you are compared to the frustration of a, a radio fan. Go ahead. Well, I'm not, not really sure. I guess I guess I, I I feel what you're asking there. I mean. I mean, look, as a, as a coach's job, your guy, your, your job is to get your guys and to try to get them to play as well as they're capable of playing, right? And obviously you don't want to see any guys um, have the consistency with drops. But part of it also is you're trying to provide the competition around that, you know, that these guys are competing for what their role will be in the fall, you know, and, that, and, that's, and you want that to be, pardon the pun, in their hands, you know, that you've got an opportunity yeah. to go grasp your playing time and, and ideally for our program to get the way that we want to get get it to um you know you've got to have the level of consistency to be able to compete because if not you know then someone's going to take your job you know and that's that's building the depth that's what we didn't have a year ago right because to use the wide receiver room as an example is that all the backups were all basically true freshmen who guess what they all did they all missed spring and summer and yep. and and they just they weren't able to function at that level and you've seen those guys come in and you've seen you're ad, adding Charleston Rambo but I'll say this too and this is the difference between coaching and, and and being a fan is that you've got to look at these players the same way you would dis, you would either discipline them the same way you want you, you would parent your own child right you 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 you've got to the easy thing to do is to you know give up on a guy and 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 you know and fall into all that and 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 because the players, they can sense that. You know, you've got to be fully committed that, that no matter what, you're still trying to get the best out of a player, you know, no matter what. Because what you did a year ago, okay, look, that's gone. Now yep. let's move forward. Let's become a different player this year. And now whatever your role is, as we determine, you know, you know what our best 11 is by, by August and September, then you go dominate your role. Um, and that's it because yeah. that's what you want to see. That's a great point. I and by the way, they're both getting wide open. Ran some great deep routes to to get wide open, and uh, and give the quarterback something to throw to get separation, which is obviously very important. I, I get I get exactly what. That's why I'm sitting here coaching and never been a coach, and that's why you're on the other side. All right, Rambo, let the Rambo man. Wow, different body, really. First time to really see him, man. That was fun to watch. Boy, catching things across the middle can really run um has he been like this the whole spring or has he just kind of picked it up as he's got more comfortable with the offense you know what you saw the first week or so immediately you realize man, man this guy can really go and you know obviously one thing we wanted to be when we were at our best a year ago offensively is when we were at our most explosive in the passing game um you know making plays down the field and and, and we felt like that's something that he could really do um i think then like kind of what happens with most players you know, as, as you know, more scheme came in and, and, and more coaching points, sometimes you sort of, okay, you know what I mean? You're, 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 you're learning a new dance move, per se, you know, and it takes you a minute to, to, to get hold of it. But then I would say maybe for the last, certainly the last half of spring, after, you know, about a week of just sort of getting comfortable with some of the things that we were doing the last, the last half of spring, we really started to, to show out again and had two great scrimmages in Hard Rock. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, a guy that we think can really add um, to the explosive nature of our offense. Coach, without looking back at all your media um, interviews in the last couple of weeks or even months, the defensive line, obviously you got a couple of guys that were on this team last year and on the team and one guy on the team the year before, uh, they're going to get drafted in about a week. 
and the replacement guys. How do you replace those? I know that every couple of years you have to replace a couple of really good guys. You get asked that a lot. But this spring, what have you seen that's made you feel like the defensive line is okay? You got plenty of guys there. Who have you seen that's really impressed you so far in the spring to replace those three uh, individuals getting drafted? Well, what I was excited about on Saturday was I think the first time um, the offense went to drop back, you know, DeAndre Johnson shot around a corner and, and drew a holding penalty, you know, which again, that's the. You know, he's, he's your right end. He's coming off that quarterback's blind side. And we've got some pretty good left tackles. And so that's it. You know, I, I thought DeAndre, if, if we were hitting quarterbacks uh, on Saturday, I think DeAndre's presence would have really been felt, uh, which was encouraging. Um, other than that, I think this spring, I think we've, we've been, um, overall, we've been encouraged with the development of the depth we have at defensive end. And whether you're talking about Jafari Harvey or Cam Williams, um, you know, Chance Williams, Zach McLeod. And we, we, have, we have been able to do it here where, you know, you've got four or five guys. I think of the, I think it was a 17 defense. You know, it was, it was you know, Thomas and, and Harris, and we had a young uh, Joe Jack, Jackson and Garvin and Demetrius Jackson. You know what I mean? And, and you just, you just, you can run, run fresh bodies at the offense and, and, and really go hard and, and create a lot of pressure on the quarterback that way. And I, I would, I would suspect it would be very similar this year. Coach, um, everybody's been talking about your linebackers. How did they end up playing from? Again, from start to finish in the scrimmage overall, this group Saturday they played fine. It wasn't a it wasn't a scrimmage where they were going to get the way that they're ultimately going to be evaluated. That wasn't what Saturday was about because intentionally we were going to throw the ball a lot more right. than we would normally. We we only had you know the three running backs healthy, so we just didn't want to sit there and and bang you know you create a lot of pileups where we could have lost the guy. So um, so you know that ultimately what we you know the, it's obvious from a year ago we have to improve our run defense. Um, I think we have done that. I, I think they have done a nice job of, of doing that. I think you saw, you know, Keontre Smith make a really nice play at Will. You know, he looks natural over there. I keep mentioning the improvements that Avery Huff has made, the improvements that Corey Flagg has made. And then you got guys, you, know, you got older guys that are still fighting, and they got a chip on their shoulder. So I think the, um, I think the encouraging thing is, is that we've got guys that can do it. The, the battles will continue um, into the summer, into camp, and, and, and we, we will be a different-looking um, operation than we were a year ago. Have you have you had a chance to look at that Alabama scrimmage yet? Do you take a look at that, or is that something that'll happen later? No, we will. We've been watching. You know, we've watched their their film from a year ago, but but we'll we'll watch that. They they had a ton of guys not there too. So spring games, like I said, are, are they're sort of a shadow of what it looks like, but but not always. Uh, not always the most accurate. Uh, Coach, Ivy Williams-Redding, I saw that they were injured or, or came up a little limping a little bit at the scrimmage. Any update on those three guys? We'll find out more today on those guys. Uh, it, it, you know, just initial sort of feedback was that, you know, it didn't seem like anything would be too serious, but I don't want to misspeak. But, uh, but we, should, we, should know more. Uh, we should know more today. Well, Coach, listen, man, it was, uh, it was fun to watch, especially those young safeties running around back there my god they can make they're making space now those guys i don't know how fast they are but boy their, their presence there in the middle was really fun along with all those veterans and that young kid coming in i cannot wait to see this thing come back this summer coach it's going to be fun competition competition is the key and that and that and that is the fun part and uh the young ones they got they got they got to learn which they got to learn at times which way they're going but they're going to go yeah. somewhere they're going to hit something right. in another color no uh, man uh, so, Sometimes they hit their own teammates. Sometimes they hit, you know, but 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 they are not afraid, um, and and it is it's gonna be fun to watch those guys develop here um, over the next few years. Coach, thank you. You take thank care, you, coach. Little vacation coming up, coach, or is it right back to work, or, or you take a little break here pretty soon? 
Uh, it's a little different month of May, you know, because normally this is when we all be going out recruiting. But, uh, no, we're, we're going to get into, you know, we got exit interviews with our players. We're going to get into uh, our spring film review um, and sort of critique everything we've done. We did this spring. And then, and then we will, you know, get into all of our summer scouting reports on first four opponents, conference opponents, you know, the ones, you know, we got, we do it. We have we some new coaches that got to be familiar with the people that we're going to play in this league and we'll, we'll be at work. And then obviously all of everything working towards June, uh, which will be a recruiting mania as, as we've never oh, seen man. before. So it's, it's going to, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Never stops. Uh, never stops. Nope. Coach, thank nope. you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for finding Thanks, some coach. time. Thanks coach. Have a great day guys. I don't know about you, but it just seems like Manny Diaz along with all the other coaches at major schools, always work there's never a moment they take off even when they're taking time off they're probably working oh i do not want to be a college coach and i respect those guys respect 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 what a pressure cooker but gotta love manny diaz and the way this program is trending gotta love some greenie so yesterday zion williamson and the pelicans lose an overtime game at the garden against the knicks who by the way are red hot but that's not the story And Zion then solicited a question about his love for playing in New York and said this. Ooh, maybe I don't love that greenie take so much. We're going to hear more about that next here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. I'm not saying it was your fault, although you could have done more. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty-four hours. Hope you're doing well. I am Dan Day. Gotta love that kook song right there, naive. Not saying it's your fault, although you could have done more. Greeny is doing more weekdays from ten to noon right here on Five Sixty, the Joe. He recently gave us a hot take about Zion could be the king of New York. Almost said New Orleans. He is the king of New Orleans now that Drew Brees is retired. I do not like the idea of Zion leaving the Pelicans. I don't even want to think about it. It's one of those things you know it's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen to my hometown. It always happens to my hometown of New Orleans. Maybe, just maybe, Zion, if he leaves, could he come to the Heat? That would be okay. Better than him going to New York. Nonetheless, okay, we're going to hear Greeny's take on Zion to New York. And also, who are the 49ers going to draft third? It's kind of like going to a restaurant and ordering off the menu. The only place I can think of to start is by telling you that sports Twitter is like a game of telephone. Now, I don't know if that's a dated reference or not. Let me ask Hembo. You're a lot younger than I am. Do you know when I say a game of telephone, do you know what that means? Is it you pass along a message down and down, like down? We call that whisper down the lane. Okay. But so I, 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 did, I, did, I didn't know where you were going. That's the basic idea, that someone says something, and then it gets passed on to another person, then another person, then another person, and before you know it, it winds up something completely different than it originally was. So yesterday, Zion Williamson and the Pelicans lose an overtime game at the Garden against the Knicks, who, by the way, are red hot, but that's not the story. And Zion then solicited a question about his love for playing in New York and said this. New York is the mecca of basketball. I love playing here. Uh, when I played here in college... And this is my first time playing here in the pros. And, I mean, this, this atmosphere, you know, whether they're cheering for you, whether they're booing for you, uh, it's amazing. Uh, honestly, I think outside of New Orleans, obviously, uh, 
I think this might be my favorite place to play outside of New Orleans. I can't even lie to you. I can't lie to you. Okay. So he said that, I don't know, maybe that was around 4.15, 4.30 in the afternoon yesterday. Five o'clock, I get a text. I'm on the golf course. I get a text from my 18-year-old son, and the text reads, Dad, did the Knicks really just get Zion? To which I responded with two question marks, to which he responded, all my friends are saying, life is funny. That is a game of telephone. But when I brought it up to Woj this morning on Get Up, I was expecting him to shoot it down as much ado about nothing. He did nothing of the kind. I think it's something to watch down the road. He's a long way away from free agency. He's only in his second year in the NBA. But uh, I think with the way that the Knicks have been rejuvenated, uh, success you're seeing them have here in the short term anyway, um, I don't think it was completely by accident. The beginning of that clip, he said, Hey, I'm glad you asked that. It was clear he was waiting for that question. So something to watch down the road. That was Woj with me earlier today. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Let me bring in hashtag Nuno as we have the hashtag crew making early appearances this morning. Nuno may be the biggest, most passionate Nick fan I know. Nuno, give me a sense of your, the rating, of your pulse rate right now at the perspective, the perspective chance that Zion Williamson is headed to your beloved Knicks at some point in the future. I am not letting the devil get to me. This is not happening. It's too early. I'm just happy with the way they're playing. Let this be. You're saying let it be, which is going to play into a, a conversation we're going to have a little later today about the Beatles. But you're telling me you are not jumping in with both feet to the idea that the Knicks, with their new leadership, their new management, Leon Rose, our old buddy Tibbs or anybody else, that you're not buying in, that all of a sudden that team is going to become the place all free agents are dying to go to. I still need to see a little more. And I've been hurt too much, Greeny. Like, yeah. I can't do this. Not on a Monday morning. It's just, I don't want my heart to break again. You are. You're damaged goods, right? <laughs> I mean, that's as a, you are, you're damaged goods. You've been hurt. You sound like my mother now. Thanks. The, the, I mean, that's the bottom line. He is, he's hurt. He's damaged goods. Last week, he said if he could meet any celebrity, be Olivia Munn. He did. I think that at this point, he is the most entertaining member of the hashtag. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> sneaky. He's got sneaky good stuff. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. You could save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. By the way, Zion Williamson was born July 6th, the year 2000. The New York Knicks have not been in the conference finals in his lifetime so, in case you're wondering if there's a real chance he's thinking about it, he would be going on the road less travel. Mine is that sort of rare genius that will not be fully appreciated until long after, after its time. The genius, you said? You're genius. He's genius, eh? We're not going to appreciate your brilliance until you're gone. Brilliant. That is correct. I hate to be the one who is constantly pointing it out, but once again, I am right. And I have circumstantial evidence to prove it. The day the San Francisco 49ers traded up to take Trey Lance, uh, excuse me, to trade it up to the third pick, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. The day they traded up to the third pick, I said they're going up there to take Trey Lance. And the rest of the world started telling me they were going up to take Mac Jones, so much so that I wavered. Almost let it get to me. I almost let myself be talked out of what I knew to be true, but again, Mine is that rare genius that will not be fully appreciated in this case until the third pick of the draft is announced. And when Goodell gets up there in Cleveland and he says, with the third pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. 
And here's my circumstantial evidence. Lance usually works with a quarterback coach named Quincy Avery, who is a a very popular figure around the NFL, works with a lot of quarterbacks. So is John Beck. You might remember Beck. He was an NFL quarterback for a while. He's another one of these guys who works with people, and he is directly connected to Kyle Shanahan from the 49ers. Sources told our Dan Graziano that the 49ers and Shanahan gave Beck what they wanted Lance to work on ahead of time and basically designed and scripted this workout today. The 49ers effectively designed the workout and will have a hand in administering it today, though other teams plan to be in attendance as well. I made a brilliant analogy about this on uh, Get Up This Morning, and it was uh, completely unfairly criticized by Tim Hasselbeck and Dominique Foxworth. This is an outstanding analogy. And for it, I will bring in hashtag Bubba. Now, many may not know a Bubba, again, who's a very accomplished man before he began this career in radio production. But at one time, Bubba, you worked with people on decision analysis. It's a a small burgeoning field in which you work with people when they have to make complicated decisions and you work with them on how to do that pros and cons and such. So you're very learned in this area. Is that correct, Bubba? Correct. Yeah. So here's my question to you. If there is a restaurant that you've been dying to go to for a long time. And there's only one reason why you've been dying to go there. And that's because everyone tells you they make this one chicken dish that you would die for. And I'm using that as an example because this exists in my life. There is a restaurant two blocks from my apartment in the city where everyone keeps telling me you need to go. You need to go. The chicken is on. You have to go there and get the chicken. Now, I've never been there, so I've not yet gotten the chicken. But I can tell you right now, when I go there, I'm not asking for a menu. I'm getting the chicken because that's the only reason I went there in the first place. I'm not saying, well, you know, I was told I should get the chicken, but my life depended on the getting of the chicken. But let me see what else you got. Huh. The meatloaf sounds kind of interesting in this description of it. So, Bubba, the point I'm trying to make here is if a decision had been made prior to this workout today that they were taking Mac Jones, then there's no reason for them to be going through this exercise that they are today with Trey Lance, which tells me that they not only haven't decided on Mac Jones, but that the absolute advantage in this scenario is to Lance. It is his spot to lose. As one who understands the dynamics of decision-making as well as you do, Bubba, what is your reaction? Uh, My reaction is sometimes you got to get a menu. You're out of your mind. This is the way you taught your clients. That's why you wound up in radio. When you make a decision, (laughs) stay with it, Bubba. Stay with the decision. Don't allow yourself to doubt your own instinct. Now, sometimes you got to get a menu and see what else is out there. You don't want to just be going blind and be like, oh, the chicken. No. Let me see what else is out there. Oh, actually, you know what? This looks pretty good. But here's the thing. You know the chicken is outstanding. And now you 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 don't know that. You You know know it. It's been told to you by everyone who you trust. It is your absolute belief going into it. And now all of a sudden you go in there and you try the meatloaf and it stinks. And the only thing you're thinking, the only thing you're thinking is I should have had the chicken. That's the only thought you have in your mind. And then you come back, get the chicken. No, you don't go back. Well, let me put it this way. You don't get the third pick in the draft having traded two number ones to get there every day. I'm telling you that right now. The dish they want to order is Trey Lance. If they had already made up their minds that they only went to the restaurant in the first place to get Mac Jones, they wouldn't be doing this today. 
By the way, Lance, give me the odds on this quickly, Hembo, because I can't read what you mean. Give me the odds on this in Caesars, William Hill, on who they're taking. So last week, right after Justin Fields' field day, Trey Lance was at plus 550 to be the third pick. When okay. we spoke this morning, right. the odds shortened to 4-1. to one. And since we spoke this morning, the odds have shortened from 4-1 to one to 2-1. to one. That's because they watched Get Up this morning and they heard <laughs> me tell them exactly what's going to happen. You know they've been covering the draft extensively when they start comparing it to food. I mean, I draft food all the time, but it's a little different. Hawk and Crowder, they're always a little different. That's right. And if you're going to the Heat game tonight, you want to celebrate, Bam's out. All right. Bam gets us excited, and then tonight, who knows what's going to happen. But I know it's going to be fun with Hawk and Crowder in just a few minutes here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. You got high off my devotion. 560 The Joe, Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Dan. In a couple of minutes, Doug Plagan's going to get you ready for the Panthers and the Blue Jackets. But right now, Hawk and Crowd are talking about BAM! Now everyone's out. Joe Stonecrab, they do a little talking about that. And then some soccer takes? I want BAM to attack the rim because nobody can stay in front of him. Go. If you're going to get fouled, are you going to go for somebody? I love him shooting mid-range jump shots too, but he lets people off the hook play bully ball. I like bully ball. This stuff is hard, and you got to stay together if you got the guts. Dragic to Bam, down to 10 on the shot clock. Bam, 8 seconds. Bam, facing up. Going to run it down. He goes with it. Miami busca la canasta del gane. Quedan seis, quedan cinco, Adebayo por la izquierda. Bam against Green, four seconds, three seconds, bam, inside, shot up. Adebayo for the win! Got it to go at the buzzer! And Cesta, he got him, you mean! Jimmy Butler yet respondió. Bam waved everybody off. He said, I'm putting it on my shoulders. I'm the all-star. I'm going to make the shot. Go. I like bully ball. Gave me the chills, Solana. Oh, that was really good. Same chills as when Bam took the ball and said, I'm going to win this game. I love that, too. That's right. And if you're going to the Heat game tonight, you want to celebrate, Bam's out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that <laughs> what a Heat game yesterday. What a weekend. It was a fun weekend of sports. I've got so much to cover today in our four hours that my head is going to explode because I, I we obviously we have to talk about Bam and that montage. I'm not kidding you, Solana gave me chills, but there is so much going on. We've got, you know, we're juggling all these things from the last couple of weeks and we've got to get to the Stuckey's pecan logs and we got to get to, <laughs> to Fred Taylor on I Am Athlete today. I am still, I am still, <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> 
I, I, I had tears streaming down my face. We, uh, we have so much stuff to get to. I, I'm telling you, I don't know how. And my day yesterday. Oh, you know I have no patience for stupidity. And that extends to me. When I am stupid, I, you know how I am. I have no patience for my own stupidity. I so need to hear we, this we, story. Oh, my God. Just wait. <laughs> just you wait. I'm still in timeout. So here we go. We are going to have fun, and we are going to be loaded up like a loaded potato today. I say that uh, we start no more code words. We just have code letters. This hour's code letters are F-U. I just made that up. There's no where I told you we were taking a break for so text F U to the first three people in your phone contacts and uh you might uh might get punched out. All right. Um let's just start here with headlines and our own Alejandro Solana, because there really is a ton to cover. We'll start with the heat then. It was the Bam Adebayo jumper, step back jumper that was the difference between them and the Brooklyn Nets yesterday, 109-107. to As Hawk mentioned, Bam Adebayo's out tonight. The Heat, second night of a back-to-back. They play and host Houston. Here is everybody that is out tonight. Bam Adebayo, out. Tyler Hero, out. He has foot soreness. Victor Oladipo, we learned over the weekend as well that he will be back. He told Andy Slater, we got the Slater scoop, that he will be back. And that was coming from a Joe Stonecrab by the way. Yeah, you know what? When you say we learned that he will be back, I mean, Victor Oladipo's walking past Andy Slater at Joe Stonecrab, and Andy says, hey, are you going to be out for the season? And he goes, nah, I'll play. But I, I don't know if I consider that like an official he will be back. I'm that's not a, certain I would scoop. go that far. That's a scoop at the Joe Stonecrab. <laughs> that's a good scoop <laughs> I, there from Andy Slater. There, it is a scoop because he obviously had that conversation with Victor Oladipo. But I'm telling you, that's a very casual Victor Oladipo walking to his table, wanting to get into some stone crab and, uh, you know, not going to give him a well thought. Yeah, 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 I'll be back. He doesn't. I mean, he thinks the guy's a fan. What does he know? I once at Hooters, I was on crutches with a broken foot, and I told the guy, <laughs> I'm playing Sunday. So, Solana, I just, I, I, I'm with Hawk on this one, bro. Like, He's yeah, not even lying. A- I remember that story. You've told that story <laughs> before. Like, yeah, people come up to you when you're out. They recognize you. So, I'm not, I'm, again, I'm, I don't know that I would bet my bottom dollar that Victor Oladipo's back, I, I, and I wouldn't bet against it. I'm just telling you I'm not certain I would report it the way that you just reported it. Crutches, full cast, <laughs> up to my knee. The dude said, you playing Sunday Crowder? And I told him, yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go, baby, When as soon as they cut this this cast off. Yeah, man. Come on, Solana. All right. Well, never mind the scoop then. No scoop there, though. <laughs> um, I would love to know what he ordered. I would love to know what Victor Oladipo ate at Jones Stone Crab. Oh, I, I can't imagine. I'm going to guess Stone Crab. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a Great guess. Right. good guess okay. there, Hawk. Fried chicken's delicious as well. It I'll is. It is. It yeah. really is. Better when you eat it to go, though. Just something weird about eating at Joe Stone Crab the fried chicken, but when you get it to go, oh, no, but if you get some on the table, like you can have the fried chicken and the stone crab. I've only ever eaten to go, so you know what? Because you can't get a table, you don't know, you don't know people. I know people, I know, no, you're not in the know. I know people, Uh, me and Hawk know people. We know people, Jimmy Butler. Uh, he's questionable tonight. He missed yesterday's game, Goran Dragic. He's questionable. Tonight and Andre Iguodala, he is questionable tonight as well. So a large injury report for the Miami Heat as they host Houston. Even like I went to the Heat game yesterday. It was my first Heat game of the season, 
And I went specifically, my son wanted to go because he wanted to see KD and James Harden and Kyrie and Jimmy Butler as his favorite player of all time in the NBA. It's like you get down there and it's like, all right, Jimmy's not playing. KD's out after three minutes. James Harden was there not playing. And and it's like, eh, you know, now I'm watching Blake Griffin versus Dwayne Dedman. And what exactly, you know, what was that was was that a harbinger of the 16-hour ordeal that was to come? Uh, we'll find out later in the show. Ah, you got the game winner. Come on, no, you it was great. I, I think I think we may have ended up being at the best game this season. And was anybody else nervous like I was? I really thought Bam was going to dribble the ball out and shoot like a 12-footer. Like I, I didn't. Yeah. I, I I kept. I'm watching him and the clock, and I'm like, "Are you going to penetrate at any point?" Like I I thought he all of a sudden was playing hero ball, like Dwayne Wade. You know that guy that owns the Jazz. I thought he was playing uh, hero. I thought he was playing hero ball, but then no, he made a a perfect bam move. It was such a great way to finish that game. I loved when the fact, like you know, and you saw you saw you know the cutters and all that stuff. When bam, you saw it click in when he's like, "I'm single. There's no help that can come." And yep. everybody, I love when he turned to the basket and you saw it click in his mind. Oh, this is my this is my chance. Let me go get it. And he went and yep. got it. That's well, what I, I loved yep. about it. He is our all-star. If he wants to be the you know one or two dog on the championship team, for him to turn, realize it, and go get it. That's what I loved about that entire series the other night. Yeah, it was fun as hell. All right, guys, the Panthers, they're back on the ice tonight here at the BB&T Center in South Florida. They host Columbus tonight and tomorrow. Back-to-back games versus the Blue Jackets. Tonight's puck drop is a 7 p.m. puck drop, but we have to mention Saturday's win over the Tampa Bay Lightning, a 5-3 to victory. It moved the Cats into second place in the Central Division. Yeah, they won three out of four points at Tampa in those two games. I mean, that's pretty damn good. That tells you a little something about this Panthers team. All right, Inter-Miami yesterday. They opened up their season hosting LA Galaxy. Everything but the end result was great uh, yesterday for Inner Miami. So what happened? They just, I didn't see any of it because I was at the Heat game. So they just broke down at the end? Yeah, terrible goalkeeping mistake. They're up 2-1 to one after a PK for Gonzalo Higuain. He puts it in the back of the net, beautifully executed, and then it was a disaster from there on out for Inner Miami. Uh, goalkeeper McCarthy, just an awful mistake, lets in a goal. The game is now 2-2, two to two, and then in the um, about 10, 12 minutes left in the game, just a terrible mistake defensively, and LA Galaxy takes the lead with a shot from inside the 18, and Inter-Miami lost. They were just totally flat-footed there at the end of the game. LA Galaxy was a huge underdog, by the way. I know, because I bet them in a parlay. But goals from Robbie Robinson, your boy. That's our guy. That's our guy. Gonzalo Higuain, they scored the first two goals of the season for Inter-Miami. They'll play again Saturday, 8 p.m. versus Philadelphia. Can you um, explain in 60 seconds or less what's going on with the Super League in soccer? Oh, 60 seconds or less is going to be very difficult because oh, – Well, you, you just ate up seven seconds. Well, okay, let me let me try to get through it Don't as quickly. Don't say inside the 18 either. If you say inside the 18 again, I'm going to punch you in the face. Let me try to get through this as quickly as I possibly can then because, I mean, there's so much to get to with this. You wouldn't even believe it, guys. I mean, seriously, when I tell you wouldn't even believe it, I mean, you All would right. not even believe it. 20, 20 we'll get it. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll get it later from someone. Okay. We're good. Move on. 
I'm gonna. I'm going to the hockey game with Whittingham tonight, to be quite honest, and I'm sure that he is going to talk about this for at least two and a half periods. So now, now, come to think of it, I don't want you to tell me because I'm gonna have to sit through this droning on tonight. Uh, just FaceTime me. Me and Witty will cover it for you. No worries. Very nice on the soccer takes, but let's celebrate the Heat's win once again against Brooklyn last night. Dragic trying to make it eight, and he does from downtown. How about that? we got a three-point shooting contest here this afternoon, and the Heat inside two minutes to play in the first, up by six. To Bam, angle right side, up top, Kendrick trying to salvage something out, and Kendrick does his fourth tray of the ball game, and the Heat pull within one. There's no fear in my eyes when he's looking at. Dragic on the left wing, trying to get around the defense. Dragic goes in, got the layup, and he is fouled in the act by Johnson, and a chance for a three-point play the old-fashioned way. 45 seconds left. Dragic, coast-to-coast layup, got it to go, with 43.6 remaining, and... Brooklyn Nets will take a timeout. We're tied at 107. Great defense by Iggy on on Kyrie. Great individual defense. Then the difference in that fast break, Mike, we had spacing, and Gorin had a one-on-one in the paint. Three seconds, bam. Inside, shot up. Got it to go at the buzzer! And Miami wins at 109-107 as the big man, bam! Puts it in to end the ball game. Bam waved everybody off. He waved everybody off, cleared his space. He said, I'm putting it on my shoulders. I'm the all-star. I'm going to make the shot. As the big man, Bam, puts it in to end the ball game. I'm the all-star. I'm going to make the shot. And Miami beats Brooklyn right at the buzzer, 109-107. to now let's get a Panthers win. Doug Plagans on the call in just a few minutes. Danny Garcia taking over in here. I am Dan Day, social media at Dan Day Radio. Tomorrow's Tuesday. We're going to have some fun right here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.